This slasher movie is bringing back her past. Or is it? Today I'm talking about Censor. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's of indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about a horror movie called censor which i thought was pretty good and yeah i haven't seen too many people talking about this one so i thought i would give my two cents so without further ado let's get started american society's relationship with censorship is interesting to say the least it's become a cliche to claim that you're being censored if someone removes your inflammatory comment from their comment section, or if you get kicked off a social media platform for spreading misinformation and advocating violence. And plenty of people view things like the movie rating system or the explicit lyric sticker on a CD as a version of censorship. But we're a lot less likely to refer things like the Hayes Code, or in the UK's case, actual censor- an actual censorship bureau that made cuts to films under Thatcher's Britain, which is the atmosphere for today's movie, appropriately titled Censor. The movie features a young British film censor named Enid. While Enid takes a lot of pride in her work, she is haunted by the fractured memories of her missing sister, who's about to be declared dead in absentia. Memories that bubble to the surface when a film Enid is asked to review mimics her sister's disappearance. So Censor glances at a lot of interesting ideas. We're talking about censorship, exploitation filmmaking, and the shady side of the filmmaking business, and all that brings out in people, especially if people have spent their entire lifetime repressing. This is perfectly exemplified by Enid, who seems to live her job. It's nothing... It's not something she does as a 9-to-5 or to pay the bills. It's a moral obligation for her. Perhaps she can defend Britain's youth like she wasn't able to do so for her sister. She also dresses like a school matron and has a very plain apartment. It's like she's a nun. But that repressed lifestyle is not suited to handle repressed trauma or anything outside of her simple world. While that might be awkward in a day-to-day situation, like a co-worker gently flirting with her, in a situation where she thinks she's thinks her missing or likely dead sister is put on film, it means her brain only goes to bad places, and her ability to separate reality from fiction isn't as strong as it should be. Admittedly, it doesn't help that the movies that she's censoring all feature mountains of violence towards naked women or sexual assault, and that the main distributor is a creep. And I'm torn on this. On the one hand, we should address the ugly underbelly of exploitation cinema, especially from this era, where powerful men used their power for ill or portrayed so much violence against women. For Edith, it makes it easier to believe that the violence on screen is real. But I'm not huge on this message. But perhaps the bigger question is why this kind of movie gets made or why they're in such high demand. That said, the movie is worth a watch for Niamh Alger's slow descent into madness. She's so good at putting on a brave face around people and breaking down later. Blended with directors Prano, Bailey Bond's dreamlike visuals, it's like a journey into Enid's mental breakdown and fantasy. The verdict is it's hazy horror. With a great lead performance and something to say, Censor is good for single viewing. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.